यू आर लिस्निंग टू द बुक विद इन यू इज दावर ऑथर्ड बाय हेनरी थॉमस हैमलिन दिस ऑडियो बुक इज ब्रॉट टू यू बाय क्रिटी एंड इज नरेटेड बाय क्रांति चैप्टर वन इन फाइनाइट लाइफ एंड पावर मैन पजेजेज डिड ही बट नो इट इन लिमिटेबल पावर दिस पावर इज ऑफ द स्पिरिट देर फॉर इट इज अनकंकरेबल इट इज नॉट द पावर ऑफ द ऑर्डिनरी लाइफ ऑफ फाइनाइट विल और ह्यूमन माइंड it transcends these because being spiritual it is of a higher order than either physical or even mental this power lies dormant and is hidden within man until he is sufficiently evolved and unfolded to be entrusted with its use the powers of the subconscious mind are dealt with in other chapters the powers of the spirit are far greater and finer than those of the subconscious mind thought is a spiritual power of tremendous potency but this is not the power of which we speak by thought man can either raise himself up and connect himself with the power house of the universe or cut himself off entirely from the divine inflow his thought is his greatest weapon because by it he can either draw on the infinite or sever himself in consciousness but not in reality from his divine source through the divine spark within him which is really his real self man is connected with the infinite divine life and power are his if he realizes that they are his so long as he is ignorant of his oneness with the divine source of all life he is incapable of appropriating the power that is really his if however he enters into this inner knowledge he finds himself the possessor of infinite power and unlimited resources this power then is god's yet it is also man's but it is not revealed to him until he is fit to be entrusted with it it is only when man realizes his oneness with his divine source that he becomes filled with its power many teachers and initiates lament the fact that certain secrets are being spread broadcast today secrets that in the past were kept closely guarded they fear that unillumined and unevolved people may make destructive use of spiritual power this to the writer appears to be improbable it is true that strong personalities who have a great belief in their own power to achieve and succeed draw unconsciously on hidden powers and thus are able to raise themselves high above their fellows the use however that they can make of spiritual power for base purposes is limited and is not to be feared there are others of course who are misusing their powers these are black magicians and while they may do a certain amount of harm they become reduced ultimately to beggary and impotence there are also others who spend the whole of their spare time searching for knowledge of this very subject they read every occult book they can lay hands on but they never find that for which they seek there are spiritual powers and influences that withhold the eyes of the seekers from seeing until they are ready for the revelation when man in his search for truth has given up all selfish striving after unworthy things and has ceased to use his self will in conflict with the greater will of the whole he is ready for the revelation of his oneness with the infinite yielding implicitly to the will of the whole may seem to the unillumined an act of weakness yet it is the entrance to a life 
of almost boundless power man is not separate from his divine source and never has been he is in reality one with the infinite the separation which he feels and experiences is mental and is due to his blindness and unbelief man can never be separated from spirit for he himself is spirit he is an integral part of one complete whole he lives and moves and has his being in god universal omnipresent spirit and god spirit dwells in him the majority of people are unaware of this intimate relationship with the divine and because they are unaware or because they refuse to believe it they are in one sense separated from the inner life of god yet this separation is only in their thoughts and beliefs and not in reality man is not separated and never can be yet so long as he believes that he is separate and alone he will be as weak and helpless as though he actually were as soon as man realizes the truth of his relationship to the infinite he passes from weakness to power from death unto life one moment he is in the desert a far off weak separate and alone the next he realizes that he is nothing less than a son of god with all a son's privileges and powers he realizes in a flash that he is one with his divine source and that he can never be separated he awakens also to the fact that all the power of the infinite is his to draw upon that he can never really fail that he is marching on to victory it will thus be seen how great is the power of man's thought while thought is not the power of the spirit it is the power by which man either connects himself up with the infinite power opening himself to the divine inflow or cuts himself off and separates himself from his spiritual source thus in a sense man is what he thinks he is if he thinks he is separate from god and cut off from his power then it is as though this were really the case and he is just as important and miserable as though he actually existed apart from god on the other hand if he thinks and believes that he is one with the infinite he finds that it is gloriously true and that he is really a son of god if he believes and thinks that he is a mere material being then he lives the limited life of a material being and is never able to rise above it but if on the contrary he thinks and believes that he is a spiritual being then he finds that he possesses all the powers of a spiritual being again if he thinks that his work is difficult and that he is not equal to his tasks he finds that really his tasks are difficult and beyond his powers yet on the other hand if he believes his work is easy or at any rate within his powers he finds that such is the case and that he can do his work with ease the power within is infinite for by faith in it man is directly coupled up with the spiritual power of the universe the divine spark within him connects him to the sacred flame thus making him potentially a god in the making a change then must take place within man before he can enter into his divine inheritance he must learn to think after the spirit that is as a spiritual being instead of after the flesh that is as a material creature like the prodigal son he must come to himself and leave the husks and the swine in the far country returning to his father's house 
where there is bread of life enough and to spare